Hi there. Welcome to our... What's the name of our podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of J&K Says. Um, This is Jasmine. It's Christelle. Okay, hey. Uh, yeah, so sorry we've been MIA for a minute, but we've been busy doing life stuff. Um, as many of you are aware, unless you live under a rock, there's a coronavirus going around. Um, so, uh, today's, like, big thing that was announced, uh, we live in the state of California, so our governor has announced that bars... Clubs and wineries are going to be closed now, so which encourages a quarantine. So for people to basically keep to themselves, isolated, so it slows the infection or the like. People get it infected with this virus, which is good. So let's keep that in mind. Try this is not for people to be on vacation or for people to go out and be out and expose others or expose themselves to this very serious and deadly virus. Yeah, and we're not trying to um have everybody scared for their life, or at least I'm not trying to let fear take over me, but I'm just being very cautious and mindful of everybody else, not just myself. For all those people that took everything from the stores, that didn't leave anything for anybody else, just think about that, huh? Just kidding. Anyways, um, not sure if maybe wherever you live, you've run into the situation where all stores are empty because everybody else took stuff. It's just crazy. It's it's very it's scary at the same time that it's very like, dang, what are we going to do, you know? But I'm not letting fear take over me. <laughs> right. Uh, we're just trying to live our life with these new conditions, which is, it's temporary. We've already seen other countries that were hit by this virus uh, slowly but surely go back to normal for example, a lot of the cases that were reported in China back in January, these people have, I think it was 80 to 90% of these people have recovered. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but we are going, the United States, we're going through the beginning parts of this. So let's just not lose hope. Let's try to live the best we can with these new modifications they're already they're only temporary um and let's try to be kind to one another uh people out there that need that require more attention that require more help uh and we should be able to help them we we're all human at the end of the day so yeah we should help our boomers man because one day we're going to be boomers ourselves you know it's not just an old people's sickness or illness it's everybody i mean Obviously, there are higher risk, but every every one of us can get it. Exactly. Not just because you're like a young folk. Oh, no, I'm saved. No, that doesn't happen. When death comes knocking your door, it forces its way in, even if you're trying <laughs> to shut that door. <laughs> like, they're not, death is not going to be asking you for permission to come in, you know? True. So, um, but everybody just be cautious, mindful of others, and don't yeah. freak out. Try to stay calm. Right. Wash your hands, clean it, surfaces everywhere, like disinfect places that you normally come in contact with. 
please don't uh, shake hands. Sneeze you, into your yeah. Sneeze into your elbow yeah, or, or inside your, your shirt, shirt yeah. or something. Yes. Try to avoid any of the your sneezes or your bodily fluids to go outside of you know your own like personal space. Exactly. Yeah. So let's just be mindful of that. Um. So enough of the coronavirus because that's all we've been. That hearing. was just a little quick update for yes. anybody that just hasn't had enough of it going around in the news and social media does not help but you know we're all on it and we all hear it and we all see it so yeah so okay so today's episode is going to be one of a three-part series that we have planned it's one of our more wait we need a drum roll oh sorry sorry sorry, drum roll two three today's episode is what is it (laughs) (laughs) it's a three-part series but today's series so we're going to talk about Growing up in the 90s. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> we're 80s babies, but we grew up in the 90s because yes. we were too young to even experience the 80s whatsoever. Yes, yes, yes. yes. We're late 80s, very late 80s mm-hmm. babies. So obviously we grew up with 90s things. Um, and today we're going to focus on 90s television. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're also going to give you a little follow-up from our previous um, episode, which was Recycle. But Recycling, Reusing. Reuse, Reduce. <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, I was like, what, what was that? <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes, it was about Recycle, so we will, we will have a short, maybe a little update, a couple minutes on today's episode, um, just kind of throwing some tips out there and we are going to start doing little changes ourselves. Yeah. So what we want to do going forward is every episode is going to have its own topic, obviously, but we are very concerned and kind of conscious on how we impact our environment. So that's going to be one of the topics that is constant within our podcast. And we're going to take five to 10 minutes between every different topic and go back and talk about it. It's going to be like a little link that links all our podcasts together. So, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so, but today we're just like, today's the nineties television. Sorry. It should be fun. Should be nice. Maybe a little deep, you know, Uh, might not sound like there's a lot of story in the television, but we have some good, good stuff. Hopefully you enjoy it. And if you don't, then sorry. At least you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, obviously, television was a big deal it's for a big all deal of us. Now yeah. Too. Yeah. It's a big deal for all of us growing up. If you didn't have, um, yeah. I was an only child. So, to me, television like took a lot of my time since I didn't have very many, you know, kids to play with from us. I wasn't an only child, but. Television was a big part of our growing up. Um, I grew up, I have, I come from a pretty big family. I have three brothers that are close in age with me. No, two brothers. And then I have three brothers, but one of them is like, I'm pretty much about 30 something years older than him. No, you're no not. 20, oh God, 20, 20, something, 20 something years older than him. And then I'm 15 years older than my sister. So my other two brothers they're closer in age with me. Um, the one after me is about two and two and a half years younger 
and then the one after that is about maybe six years younger, something like that, five something. I don't really know. I can't do math. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I can barely count on my my two hands. (laughs) Anyway, so to us, this was, um, it was a big part of our our childhood um, besides, you know, going outside and playing. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of that. Neighborhood kids, you know. But television, I feel like back then, it was something you looked forward to. Because now with social media and like iPhones and iPads and technology being so big, you have it with you every day. You know, you carry with you. You know, you can watch something on your phone at lunch in high school, you know, wherever before. Like if you were going on the bus, waiting for the bus to go home, you're not watching your Netflix show on your phone. You're you're sitting there waiting to get home so you could turn on the TV because mm-hmm. you know you're going to do that before yeah. you start your homework and before dinner time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that that's a very big difference between the kids now and the in our childhood. Obviously, we had one to two televisions in your whole household and you would fight over it mm-hmm. or you would basically... So everyone was used to watching the same thing. Yeah. So no one would sneak off and watch something inappropriate because you couldn't because there weren't <laughs> any other televisions. We we had one TV. Yeah. Only one. You know, <laughs> we had one in the living room, so everybody had to watch yeah. what you were watching. Yeah. You had to come to an agreement right. to what you want and want. Exactly. And if you didn't like it, well, too bad. You were going to go to bed or you were going to do something else. Clean and- in my situation. <laughs> You're bored. Go clean. <laughs> right. Um, so some of the popular uh, shows that were around when in the 90s for us was um, like Hey Arnold, Rugrats, um, Animaniacs, Dexter's Laboratory, uh, The Magic School Bus. Yes. Oh my God, I love The Magic School Me Bus. Me too, the yeah. books and the show. You had, yes. to, you had to have both. Exactly. Uh, we would have uh, Batman. Bobby's World. Bobby's oh. World. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, would, I would remember specifically running home to see Bobby's World because it would start right at 2.30. And we would get off school like at 2.15. And I would literally run home to watch Bobby's World. Um, Spider-Man, Looney Tunes. Gargoyles. Gargoyles, yes. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Sister, sister. sister. (laughs) Uh, You had Smart Guy, Zoom. Come, come on, on and zoom, zoom, come on and zoom, come on and zoom, 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 because she said that those were devil things. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So, uh, so Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yes. Uh, Arthur, Pinky and the Brain, Reset. Yes. Schoolhouse Rock, Bill Nye the, the Science, Science Guy. guy. Bill Nye the, the Science Guy. guy. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill. <laughs> and uh, Reading Rainbow. Rainbow. <laughs> oh, those are, oh my God, it's taking me back. <laughs> All these are taking me back. Good memories for sure. Um, So one of the things that uh, Christelle and I share is that we were 
somewhat um, limited in the what we could watch because we didn't have cable. We didn't. When we grew up. So uh, we were limited to channel 5, 7, 11, 13, and 28. Which is, which is right. So the CW, ABC, Fox, uh, UPN, I believe, and PBS. Um, and it kind of felt that we were... Excluded. Excluded. I honestly felt very excluded. In a way... I felt a little ashamed because I didn't have cable. Yeah. I was the girl that couldn't afford cable. Right. Like yeah. it wasn't just about TV. It was more, it was beyond that. Like it right. meant that everybody knew I was Because I was you poor. couldn't relate. Because exactly. they're like, hey, did you see the episode of Hey Arnold? And you're like, who's Hey Arnold? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Out of the shows we mentioned, I know Hey Arnold, Rugrats. Dexter's Laboratory. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I don't remember ever watching Smart Guy. Oh, that was with, with Sister Sister yeah. though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, those three were were, and then I know there was like also Courage the, the Cowardly Dog. A lot of Nickelodeon, uh, yes. uh, Disney Channel. Yeah, all that stuff. I I had no idea. Like right. when people would talk about it, when the kids would talk about it, you're talking about first, second, third, fourth grade, like. I have no idea what these kids are talking about because I don't have cable. Right. Exactly. And, um, it, it, it was, it didn't feel great. It was, I don't think I necessarily got bullied because of it, but you definitely couldn't relate. And when you're a kid, like the mo, the one thing you really want to do is relate to your peers and not being able to, to talk with them about the things that interest them because you have no idea what they're talking about. It's, and it's not like you can even make it up on the spot because you literally had, I had no idea. I'm sure you didn't either. I'm like, well, what's Rugrats? Like, is it a rug and a rat? Like, (laughs) you know, like, is it rats in a rug? Like, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, Something that I I wouldn't I didn't actually pay very not that I didn't pay very much attention to it as a kid but it wasn't such a big deal because obviously you could just go out and play get a ball do something else but now as an adult I'm like wow that was a big deal it was yeah and it didn't hit me until like you said like when we were preparing and thinking about what television meant to us in the 90s like as kids like I got teary-eyed because <laughs> I was like oh my gosh like. I felt like I wasn't part of it. Like, be besides the television fact, like, I was already excluded from so many things at that time that TV was also part of that. And it was because we couldn't afford it. Like, my, my family couldn't afford having cable. Like, we had to just watch free stuff, which was... I mean, it was still great. It I, was, I, it was. The the cartoon the cartoons were amazing. PBS always with the Sesame Street and you know uh Rainbow Zoom. Rainbow Zoom. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. I loved. Absolutely. You have a lot of very high quality television for free. But now another thing that happened recently was the our government was trying to defund like shows like PBS that exactly. meant a lot to us. And they're great quality shows that teach kids, not just try to be funny or be inappropriate like The Simpsons or Family Guy. Don't get me wrong. I love these things. As adults, though. Yeah, as adults. But as a child, I 
I would want my my child to consume a show such as Reading Rainbow where they want to read, they want to learn, and you know, and to think that uh, recently they were about to get defunded that that's insane to me. Uh, children that came up like us with uh, limited resources, limited money would benefit from these from these programs. So why would they want to take them away? Yeah, and it's just like even though we're in you know a different decade. I know for a fact there's still kids out there that don't have cable. Yeah. You know, the families can't afford it. And watching these shows that are educational, whether they think it or not, it's changing their life. You know, right. um, it kind of reminded me a couple years ago when my sister was still in elementary and she's asking me these questions about her homework and She's like, sis, do you know that show where they teach you how to do math? And I'm thinking, like, show that they teach you how to do math. And, you know, she's telling me, and I'm like, I don't know. She's like, yeah, it's like kids, and they teach you. And I'm like, I don't know. It turned out to be Schoolhouse Rock because they teach you how to do English. Like, they teach you vocabulary. They teach you math. And then when she showed it to me, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's something that I would watch. Right. You know, and it was it they explained it so easy, like simple math. And I was just like so shocked. I was like, wow, like but obviously she's watching it on YouTube because it doesn't come on TV anymore. But it's like that. Like she benefited from that. I benefited from that. Like it's something I didn't think about when I was a kid. To me, it's like, oh, it's a cartoon, it's just you know, singing and all this. But no, like Behind that, it's they're teaching you something, yeah. a positive thing. Right. And it goes back to what you're saying. Like, if these shows, you know, these channels don't show this kind of stuff, like, what are the kids going to watch and what are they going to learn? Like, are they going to learn about sex and drugs and, <laughs> and strippers and stuff, you know? Like, which, if you're a stripper, like, <laughs> props to you because yeah. not a lot of buddy, not not a lot of people can do that. So, right. That's so true. It's 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 a multi-generational thing. Oh, good TV. It doesn't matter what year it came from. It's if it's useful, if you can learn from it, and anyone can watch it. And I'm very grateful for these shows, for these channels that were available to us that we were able to watch even though we couldn't afford cable. Um, we, I've come up for sure now, <laughs> like I have cable, I have HBO, I got the Showtimes, I got all this good stuff. But as a kid, uh, you were limited to probably six to seven channels, but there's good quality stuff. And we, but you're talking about English channels, though. English channels. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I still, I'm still, um, I don't watch TV a lot. I'm still very challenged when it comes to shows, but now I, we do have cable. <laughs> Sorry from the bottom, now I'm here. I do need cable, but but, um, you know, there's still a lot of things that I don't watch. I still stick to my regulars, but it's it was fun, kind of going back and thinking to yourself, like, what shows did we enjoy? Yeah, you know, I I we what what was your favorite from like our list that we listed? Because there's, I mean, Uh, a lot of Animaniacs, honestly. I always related to yeah, me and my brothers. Like, you know, I was Dot. One of my brothers was Wacko. And the other one was, what's his name? It was Dot. No. Wacko. 
Oh my gosh, I forgot the older one's name. Wacko was the one with the mm-hmm. little hat, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Dot was the girl. Yeah. Oh, Jacko. Jacko. Jacko yeah. Jacko. Okay. And you know, we would like, oh yeah, let's do like the Animaniacs, and like, you know, you used your imagination a lot back then. I don't know if kids nowadays use their imagination, but yeah, you know, you watch this and you're like playing and. Oh, it was just amazing. Or like gargoyles was her thing too. We loved gargoyles. Like, yo, like, <laughs> damn. Like that was our show. Bobby's world with Uncle Ted. And Uncle when he Ted. would be like, time for noogies <laughs> on his head. Like, ah, oh, it's just taking me back right now. Yeah. I, I loved Magic School Bus just because they did so many things. And you learned a lot. Yes. And when they would explain a lot behind science. Yes. like. Yes. Whether it was the ear canal or whether the digestive it, system, yes. and the, when they turned into rain, or they went through the city, like uh, the city water plant or something. Mm-hmm. I remember, or when they were like small bugs. Like, yeah, and yeah. they did the pollen one. That yes. one where they showed you how a bee goes into the flower and gets the yes. pollen, and then it transfers it to yes. other. Oh my god! I can't believe I'm still <laughs> remembering some of this. Yeah, and it's. <laughs> And it was so much fun to learn these things. Better than being in a classroom, for sure. Seriously. It made science and math so much easier. And fun. So much fun. And things that we still still remember. And we're in our 30s now. Seriously. and We're a little beyond our 30s. Yeah. Okay, okay. (laughs) But it's like, it wasn't just about all kids watching TV. It was like, at least for me, it was time with my siblings. Like, it was, we get together, we laugh, we... You know, and I was, it was me and my two brothers and it was just like time for us to like, just have our time, but also like, I don't know. It was just like a connection, I guess you could say. And like, we obviously we're adults now and we don't have that. We don't have our TV time or our sibling time, which is, you know, life happens for each of us. But it was something that I really still take from that, like from growing up. I still remember, like, that was our show. That was what we did. That was, like, us three, you know? It was, it was, it's very meaningful to me. Right. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. But it's it's a happy feeling, and it's, like, I am happy that I grew up in those times. You know? Right. And if anyone would have told me, like, oh, you're, you're poor or you're, you had less opportunity than your peers, I would have never seen it that way because I still had a great childhood thanks to these programs, thanks to uh, everything that I've learned. Um, and honestly, I think, uh, I, I don't know. I think it was, it was great. I, I can't say that I felt that I was poor because I don't think you're able to notice it until you go up in life that you're like, oh, I did have less opportunity. But at the time, it didn't feel that way. And obviously, Crystal is similar to me. We had similar upbringings. And Look at us now, girl. I know. <laughs> yeah, we. I think we're doing pretty well, and we had a really happy childhoods. We did. Yeah. I mean, I did have like you know some people. I'm pretty sure they don't remember me in third grade, but you know there was those kids that would be like, "Oh, you don't, you know, you don't have this, you don't watch this." Like, you're not. Cool. And it did make me feel a little ashamed because I'm like, "Well, damn, my family doesn't have. I don't have money because I can't afford that," you know, but. Right. At the same time, it's like I still continue to live my life, and kids it was are just kids, there. Man. Yeah, it was just that. But in a way, it's kind of like I'm grateful because 
it wasn't like I was sitting a lot in the TV in front of the TV right. for most of the time. So it's like a pro and con, like not having cable. But I do remember the first time my mom got got cable for us. We were a little older. I was, I think, maybe around middle school when she got it. And, like, we had it for a month only. <laughs> my mom had gotten the promotion that they had. And we had cable for a month. And she quickly took it off because we would fight over the TV. <laughs> like, we didn't do this as when we were kids. We started doing it when, like, you know, I'm in middle school. My brother's, like, you know, a sixth grader and the other one's a little younger, but we legit were fighting over the TV. <laughs> and my mom's like, nope, cutting the cable. <laughs> right. We're going back to our basic channels. So you Seriously. Have nothing to fight And it about. saved our parents' money if we think about it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah I totally agree. Um, so do you want to go into our little break right now? Before? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and talk about... Um, our link to recycle, reuse, <laughs> reduce. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and then we'll go back to our... our the second part of our our topic. Uh, okay, so today we are going to talk about... Uh, it's very uh, relatable because there's none at the grocery stores. Thank you, hoarders. Seriously. Uh, toilet paper. Toilet paper. Who would have thought it would be gone? The one item would be gone from every store around us. Yes. Okay. So if you guys are unaware, toilet paper is not biodegradable. It's not. Only because you flush it down your drain doesn't mean it's gone forever. It still ends up in landfills. It does. Um, the average American, you and I, we use 24 rolls of toilet paper every year. Americans spend about $8 billion a year on toilet paper. Okay, so it's approximately each person in the U.S. consumes about 50 pounds of tissue paper. That's including toilet paper, tissue paper. Paper uh, towels. Paper towels. Facial tissue. So as... A nation, we use 15 billion pounds of tissue uh, paper, and the United States by itself is 20% of the consumers of the products. That's a fifth of the usage in the world is used in this country. Um, that's a lot. That's, yeah, it's a lot. Uh so they're thinking that 27,000 trees are used every day to produce these uh, tissue paper products. And uh, that's 9 million trees per year. Um, and they're not even growing right. as many trees or planting as many trees as they're cutting down. Yeah, that's another thing that I read is that, well, people would say, well, they're... They're planting trees to replace the trees that they're using up. But in places, as in Oregon, where it's required for the timber companies to plant trees, they only plant the trees that grow fast. And that is still disruptive to the ecology of the region. So even if you were to plant trees, it's still not good mm -mm. because they're only using the species that grow up, that grow really fast so they could use it for more paper products. And that's 
you're basically taking animals out of their habitat. You're disrupting the the food chain, the cycles, whatever. Our oxygen, because remember, trees give us our oxygen. Right. Clean oxygen, like not like polluted, like how we have it now. Yeah, and there's another statistic that from 1996 to that to 2015, over 28 million acres of the Canadian forest have been logged. That's in 20, less than 20 years, 28 million acres. That's a lot. Um, and another very surprising statistic that in 2011, toilet paper companies were using 30% recycled pulp. So the recycled uh, paper in landfills were being brought back into the toilet paper, toilet paper production. And now in 2017, 7% less was used of recycled pulp. So now, now only 23% of the toilet paper is recycled pulp, which is you're being less, I don't know, environmentally friendly here. Well, so, yeah, 27% is not a lot. 23% is not a lot. Oh, 23, sorry. I don't know yeah. what I said 27. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they're using these toilet paper companies are using more virgin pulp, which is more harmful to the environment. And you're using, which is more destructive to the environment in general because you're creating a bigger footprint, carbon footprint. Which is... Not something we want to do because of global warming and everything messing up the environment. Right. So You guys are aware of what's going on. You guys see how glacial caps are melting faster, how... Oceans with a lot of plastic and wrappers and a lot of waste and trash. Yeah. Landfills extremely full. So yeah, it was. it's affecting everything. It's affecting us. And uh, we wanted to suggest maybe what an alternative could be to be more envir environmentally friendly. Um, one would be use 100% recycled toilet paper. It's very helpful. You're, what you're doing is that they're taking paper products from landfills and using it to create this new toilet paper. So it's creating less fossil fuels or less it's being it's having a less uh impact on the environment because it's creating it's using less energy to create this toilet paper because it's not virgin pulp it's paper that would be in the landfills that is being taken to create this toilet paper and the second alternative if you just want to Completely get rid completely of. Completely not use any paper products to clean your tushy. Eh, we would suggest a bidet. Um, <laughs> Christelle here was calling it the baguette. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sounds so similar. But then I was like, wait, they're going to take a piece of bread and wipe their butt? <laughs> not a good thing. Yeah. I would recommend, not recommend that. But how, if, how my question is like, is it easy to get one of those? Yes. Yes, yes, it is. How easy is it? It's so easy. Um, because of the toilet paper shortage right now, uh, there's a, there's like a back stock, not back stock, there's like a supply shortage. But 
you could just go on Amazon and there's $75. It's an attachment that you put on your toilet seat lid and it has like a little spray and it has, it's one of them is self-cleaning. So it, it's pretty easy. You just, uh, it looks like you just have to attach the, the water hose into the, to the little bidet so it could spray your like booty. booty and um and yeah and it it looks really small it doesn't it doesn't make a big deal actually you wouldn't be able to to tell that it's like this big thing or anything uh so yeah the day so two options people use recycle paper recycle toilet paper or you can just use the yeah, and Crystal was telling me about how before that you could only get like 100% recycled paper at Sprouts, but now basically everybody has it. Yeah, um, we actually found some brands that sell recycled toilet paper. I know 7th Generation, it used to be found only in Sprouts Farmer's Market, but now it's also, obviously Amazon has a lot of things. Target, Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Yeah, I've used their products before. It's not bad. It's not gonna scratch your butt. It it feels pretty nice on your booty, you know. Yeah. So we so, can also use what other brands were were there that we found. Uh, so a company online did a like a survey of the best uh biodegradable toilet paper brands that you could use and they are green forest 365 degrees everyday value bath tissue natural value earth first seventh generation and trader joe's bath tissue so there's option guys if you don't want to buy the what is it called the bidet the bidet (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking bread. I think I might be hungry. <laughs> yes, I think this girl is very hungry. But yes, there's options out there that you can try. Um, we actually are going to take on a challenge, me and Jess or Jay. Um, we have decided that we are going to each choose a different type of recycled toilet paper and use it and try it out. And then we can give you guys our reviews on it. And see how it is. And that's one step closer to being eco-friendly. Yes. I hope they don't run out. I know 7th Generation still has um, a good supply. I looked it up online. What was that website you said? Oh, who gives Gives a a crap? crap. Yes, I'm going to try their toilet paper. It sounds heavenly. It's a three-ply, 100% recycled toilet paper that gets delivered to your house. So... I think I'm going to try it out and it sounds great. I read all the reviews and I'm probably going to um, change the whole household to that type of toilet paper. Yay. Yeah. So we'll put the link on it. Uh, If any of you are interested in taking this challenge with us, maybe you guys can give us some comments. If you did try it, your feedback and it's just remember we're doing something great for all of us. This is our home. This is where we live and our kids are going to grow up in it and their kids and you know it's just not just for you, it's for everybody else and it's kind of like going back to the whole corona thing like we're being mindful of everybody, not just ourselves. Yes. And I'm not sure if 
the recycled paper is running out too because people are trying to buy everything from everywhere. But hopefully, if it's not, then we can get our hands on some and yeah, and then we will, we will start our critiquing of these brands and try to tell you what was the best on our trishy. Yeah. So okay. Hopefully you enjoyed some facts that we gave on toilet paper and our booty. Well, not our booty, <laughs> but like cleaning our butts. <laughs> Anyways, let's continue with our topic, which was TV growing up in the 90s. Correct. Yes, 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 yes. We're both Mexican. So, you know that we had to watch some Spanish television Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I oh just my laughing gosh. just yes. thinking about these. Yes, um, this one took us way back. <laughs> I had no idea that Jay actually watched some of these novelas. Novelas oh. were a big part of growing up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You you guys have no idea where we got our attitude. Well, it was from here. Yeah, I think all these novelas. Yes, a lot of Latinos out there. If you're listening. You're probably smiling because you know <laughs> that you were watching your novelas at 7 o'clock at night. 7 p.m., 8 p.m., yes. 9 p.m. Yes. Before you would go to bed. They're like, yes. oh, you can't watch the 9 p.m. novella. It's too graphic. Yes. <laughs> Every parent was watching novelas and you were watching with. In my house, it was my dad was watching the novelas yes. with me. My mom was not a big novella kind of person. But my dad, ooh, he knew that Maria was going to hit that girl because she was messing with a man, you know? Like, yeah. anyways. So ooh. some of the novelas we would watch were uh, Mariela del Barrio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mariela del Barrio. Yes. Maria from the Hood. Uh, <laughs> you know, Mariela del Barrio. Soy. <laughs> oh, my God, Talia, you were awesome in the Marias, but girl, you did too many Marias. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Talia is, I don't know if you guys are aware, she is a, a Latina uh, singer. An actress. An actress, obviously. And uh, she would basically always play the poor person in one of these novelas. And somehow she would come up with the Prince Charming, like, who had all this money. Yes. And, Yeah. Basically, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, pretty times much. four. She went from the hood to like yeah the nice neighborhood. To the nice neighborhood, <laughs> or then she went from the poor uh, beach to like a super nice castle <laughs> type yeah mansion. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, she was good though, but she you, she kind of kind of did a lot of Marias, yeah. and it was funny because all these novelas that she was in, she was always named Maria. Yeah. So we have Mariana <laughs> del Barrio. You had which one? Marimar. Marimar. You had... What was um, the third Maria? It was... Oh, my God. What was it? It was Mariela del Barrio, Marimar. Marimar. Ah! Costeñita soy. Oh, oh my God. God. And her doggy. There was this doggy, Marimar. That was... Her name was Pulgoso. Pulgoso, yeah. <laughs> and she would talk all weird in that one. Yeah. She was, yeah. What was the other one? Now I want to know. I don't remember. Maria Mercedes. Maria, Maria Mercedes. Mercedes. Yeah. 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 She used to live in this, I guess, very bad like neighborhood, like very poor. Yeah. And yeah, it was it was crazy. But <sighs> okay, so another one was La Usurpadora. Oh yes, oh. this was good. Yes. La Usurpadora was great. It was basically of this rich lady who 
found out she has a twin who's very poor and she wrongly accused her of being a thief but she told her i will forgive you if you pretend to be me in my family so i can go and travel the world yeah she wasn't very family oriented she Mm -hmm. wanted to be like living her best life she was being she was being a hoe bro like (laughs) not gonna lie she was living her best life for sure uh but yeah so then the twin the poor twin sister falls in love with the husband and then the whole family and she comes back and it's and she comes back saying like she took my place my identity yeah it's just this whole drama which we love we love and we love the song Pretty much saying, like, this person's waiting for your love. Yes. Oh, such a great Good. one. Um, oh, those Mujeres in Camino. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is one of those old school ones that it was, uh, what's his name? Estrada? What's his name? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. He was in The it. Chips Guy. Yeah. Yes. He was here. The main character. The main character. And then there was this woman. Two women. Yeah. The well, title literally translates to two women, one path. Yeah. Which means two women, one man. Exactly. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And he was like this truck driver. And then he was in love with this woman. But then this other lady came around. And one she was a dancer. Singer. Yeah. One of them was like an older, you know, like mm-hmm. older woman. Like she was like a singer or whatever. Was in love with him. He got with her. Like. And then he met like this younger looking chick. Oh my god, this is <laughs> this is crazy. I don't even know why we were watching this stuff. Right. Younger looking girl, you know, maybe one was in the 30s, one was in the like 20s, and like he's like pretty much in a relationship with both. Right. And it's just he's some crazy. Playing yeah. Both of these seriously women, not cool. And was it Bibi Gaitan was way out of his league. Yeah. Legit. Like Lara Leon, maybe. But Bibi Gaitan, like, I was like, mm, she's too cute. Um, You had Sonia Dora. Oh, my God, yes. This was, like, the one teen movie that you wanted to watch. Or, I mean, not movie, novella that you wanted to watch. Like, it's these friends, young high school friends, and they all have, like, you have the poor girl, you have the rich girl, you have, like, the rich nobody loves me type of girl, and I'm going to just do drugs. And then you had, like, the nerdy, oh, my God, I'm so ugly, but I'm rich. And she gets transformed. And it's just a group of friends. And it's just a lot of, like, teenage drama. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's, like, you would want your high school life to be, like, this novella. Yeah. That's what we were aspiring to. I'm, like, oh, I want to be with the rich girl. I want to be her friend. Yeah. Oh, my God, I want to be, like, I want to get a makeover and look cute. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Amigas and Rivales were kind of in the same. Yeah, they were very similar. And a lot of the characters from Sonia Doras were playing were Amigas, Amigas and Rivales. Which literally means friends and enemies. Yes. Amigas and Rivales. Yeah. So the, but they were like, they were friends, but they would backstab each other. And yeah. it was all kinds of crazy. It was great. This is the kind of stuff you want to yeah. be watching as an eight-year-old. Right? And Premio Mayor was more like a, like a comedy type yes. of novella. Yes. You know, it's like this this man wins the lottery and like he's poor and now he's rich and, it's and he just, like, spends his money on crazy stuff gets into these crazy problems yeah el premio mayor was really it was good it was funny mm-hmm. um one of the shows like one of the biggest shows for latinos yeah like not just mexicans no, but like no. world pretty much right. worldwide you could say worldwide was... or at least big in the u.s huge yeah but don francisco was from chile so it was yeah. huge there too yeah yeah uh which was sabado gigante oh my god i loved 
the part of Sabado Gigante where the kids used to come and sing and do a talent. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, one day I'm going to be like that. I want to go to Sabado Gigante <laughs> to show my talent, which I didn't know what my talent was, but somehow <laughs> it was just going to happen when I showed up. Um, and my favorite part was El Chacal, oh. where people would come and sing really and bad. horribly. And the guy in the mask would like sing them off with a big trumpet and everybody would scream, Fuera! Yeah, like, Get out! Fuera! <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <sighs> okay, and then we had um, a new show that would come before the, the actual news. It was called Primer Impacto. Oh, gosh. So there's this big, like, memes thing with Primer Impacto that basically would scare the crap out of your parents. And then your parents would think that you were doing drugs because Primer Impacto would yeah. say that you were doing Primer drugs. Impacto gave our parents the idea that everything was satanic. Like, yeah. everything was the devil's work. <laughs> like... Yeah. Example, like if you were drinking Starbucks coffee, it was a devil. If Primer Impacto had had something reporting on Starbucks, yeah. You know? And then your parents are like, "Why? Why are you drinking drugs? Or what? Why are you doing devil's work?" And you're yeah. like, "What? what? Are you talking about <laughs> Primer Impacto? Like really? Like trying to mess our it life? Messed us up, dude. <laughs> like our parents thought we were the worst. No, but that segment of Walter Mercado, oh. the the astrology, astro- what was he? Astrology. Yeah, he was an astrology guy, and he like talked about your, you know, your. He sign. was like the, the what's his name the, <sighs> Liberace. He he dressed like Liberace, <laughs> yes. dude. Legit. He had like these crazy capes. So they he had gold everywhere, different colors. He had like. Cooler Donald Trump hair, like way better yeah. Donald Trump hair. Um, and he basically when Walter Mercado speech, when yeah. Walter Mercado came on, everybody would shut. Yeah, up. you or oh, you would get smacked. Yeah, you shutting up like you're like, Ay. okay. So he was part of Premier Impacto, and he got like the last, last ten part. minutes. Yes, like the last ten minutes before Premier Impacto was over because mm-hmm. it used to come from five to six <laughs> before the actual real news came on. Right, and I remember like. Everybody would like it was like fucking. I'm sorry, I just said the F word. <laughs> you would have to like freeze, yes. like Walter Mercado's on everybody. It was like a drop and roll and be quiet, like do not move, don't even breathe. Right? Yes, <laughs> because everybody's waiting for their for their sign, and they're like, and usually the depending on what time your zodiac sign was so important to tell right. you the the future well yeah like and then you'd be like yeah 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 he's telling the truth because i remember <laughs> i was planning to take a trip somewhere and he told me don't take the trip yes or my mom would always be like he's gonna give me the numbers to the lottery <laughs> and my mom would lose her thing if somebody said something or if they're like ma oh my god you talked i didn't listen because you interrupted me like legit like legit you couldn't even move no which if you like did something if your hair moved you were done <laughs> yeah. that that was it yeah. you you were in trouble because Walter Mercado was God like some type of God for mm-hmm. us because he knew he knew and then what was his sign off it was mucho, 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 mucho. mucho. Amor. Like he would kind of rub like circle his like chest and say like much 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 love yeah and then he would kiss it off <laughs> <laughs> yeah to you because you're watching because he knew you were watching i mean rest in peace walter he passed away but he was one of the main things iconic in latinos uh, television yes absolutely um we also had um (laughs) 
Sweet Slot Sesame Street in Spanish. So, <laughs> I, I was not aware Plaza Sesamo was part of Sesame Street. Yeah, it was, I thought it was, I don't know what I, I just thought. thought it was a knockoff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> because Big just... Bird was green. <laughs> Big Bird was green. What was his name? La Verdue. No, his name was Levardo. Alevardo. 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 So when we were trying to come up with the stuff and going back into thinking, like, what were we watching? We had just spent like about an hour trying to figure out the characters from Plaza Sesamo if they if they match the character from Sesame Street, right. and. We came up with why is Big Bird green? It turns out it was his cousin, his Latino cousin. Yes, his Big Bird's yeah, <laughs> yeah cousin, is- and his name's Avelardo. And so yeah, it was oh my god, Plaza Sesamo, the song, everything. Plaza Sesamo, come on, Plaza Sesamo, si! <laughs> Plaza Sesamo. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, okay, too much fun. Yeah, uh, we had. Uh, Agujetas de Colorosa. Oh yes. Please tell your story about oh, okay. de Colorosa. So, de Colorosa, it was back in like nine, I'm oh. probably was six years old or yes. something like that. And this is the, the oldest telenovela that I watched. So, Agujetas de Colorosa, me and my cousin, I used to live with my cousin, or my, you know, my aunt used to live with us. If you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> and um, it was about this girl that I skate, and you know, she's trying to find her true love, and there's always drama and her dreams to become an ice skater. So for the longest time, I legit would go on the rug and I would ice. <laughs> I would pretend to ice skate with my socks on and everything. And sometimes when I would try to do like the turns or falls, like I would end up with rug burns on my <laughs> legs because I was ice skating. And so my mom would be like, what happened? I'd be like, I was ice skating. Where? On the rug. <laughs> But that is where I got the idea that I wanted to ice skate. But given the financial situation of my family, I was never able to do that as a kid. But I can still live my dream to become an ice skater as an adult. (laughs) It's coming. It's coming. We are. That's one of the things we're going to do probably for the month of April. We're going to take ice skating. Yes. Yes. My dream's going to become true. So next thing you know, you might see Crystal at the Olympics. And I would be singing. (laughs) Abujetas de color de rosa. (laughs) (laughs) So abujetas de color rosa literally means pink shoelaces. Yeah. Because her ice skates had pink shoelaces. Yeah. So I loved Abujetas de Color. Anyways, <laughs> Carlos Americas. <laughs> My favorite. Okay, Carlos de las Americas was this. It was about these elementary school kids. They go to a private school. There's like the thicker kid, you know, the chubby kid, the rich kid that thinks she's the best. You know, the little darker kid. The it was very kid. racist now that we think about yes. it. It was extremely racist. Um, my favorite character was the chubby kid because she was always eating a torta and she was always saying like, oh my God, it's so romantic. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. So that was good. Um, I watched a bunch of their um, episodes for Carousel de las Americas. Um, that was that was on Sundays or Saturdays? I think it was a weekend thing. Yeah, it was a weekend we would show. Watch, it was big in Mexico, but we would watch the rerun here because we didn't get the whole thing. Mm, okay, okay, okay. 
Um, um, and then you had um, more telenovelas, Lazos de Amor, Cañaveras de Pasiones. Yes. Both of the main characters rest in peace. They both died already. Oh, my God. Eduardo Palomo. Oh, he was hot. He was like, um, would you say like a Wolverine, but hotter? Oh, yes. Hotter, yeah. way hotter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't that's... know why we were watching Calavera de Pasiones, because that literally means Calavera, uh, like, a, like, like a, Carnival of Passions. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So, and this this novella was from, like, 1993, so we were, like, five. Yeah, we were young. And we were, this no, is... we were younger. Oh, no, yeah, we were, like, five. We were four or five when oh, this gosh. novella was coming out. So, these are were, like, our hashtag goals for men back when we were five <laughs> yes so this is why we're still single oh gosh <laughs> not the one not for long <laughs> hey if anybody's interested i'm just kidding <laughs> one of these days we're gonna start doing videos so you guys can see how she's dancing it's great oh gosh anyway uh-huh and then another one is christina no wait i want to say preciosa okay <laughs> Okay. What are you going to say about Preciosa? Preciosa was a girl that worked at a circus that, like, she got in an accident, her foot was messed up, and then this rich guy comes and watches her and falls in love with her. Mm-hmm. And then they would call her pretty. Literally, they would call her pretty, like Preciosa. And it was just funny because I'm like, really? A circus? Really true love? Like, but hey, anybody, anything could happen. So You want to hear my Preciosa story? What? So my mom got surgery on her knee once. <laughs> so she would hobble everywhere. <laughs> and the main character would do the same thing. So we used to call her princess. <laughs> oh, my mom. That's harsh. I was trying to be I was trying to be nice. <laughs> so, dude. We're, we're savages in this household. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> but not saying that she was doing that. Yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> I'm sorry for our laughter, but this is just funny to us. Yeah. And okay, then, so for sure, Christina. That's right? the best for the last. Yes. So she was our Oprah, basically. Seriously. We live by Christina. Like, there was not one day that you didn't watch Christina. Yeah. She would tell you the real life stuff. Yes. And she, her closing would always be her little thumbs up. This <laughs> is way before you could do thumbs up on Facebook and all that. Now, this lady had it going. Like, Christina was legend, dude. Yeah. Whatever uh, happened to her? I think she, like, she used to be in Univision, which was the greatest channel of Latinos mm-hmm. household television. Yeah. And then she went to the arrival, which was Telemundo. Telemundo. <laughs> but I don't know. I think she just stopped. She pretty got old, so maybe old age. I don't know. Sounds good. So, yeah, um, that's uh, 90s television. For us. For us. So we had, I think, the best of both worlds because we were aware what our peers, who weren't Latinos, were watching. Mm -hmm. And then our Latino counterparts were watching basically the same thing we were watching so we were talking about the cartoons we were talking about las novelas the the savagery or the funny thing whatever whatever it was um and i think that's one of the advantages of growing up latino because you get to cultures yes you get to experience both it's like you know the people that i was hanging around at the time that was like in elementary school middle school like 
a lot of them weren't watching these novelas or didn't grow up watching it. And like, for me, like, Abujetas de Color de Rosa meant so much because me and my cousin would like, that was our thing, you know, like, we grew up wanting to have this dream and like, it was just amazing, you know, and it's other, other novelas too, like, that we didn't mention, like, you know, El Fuego de la Vida, like, soccer and like, this team and like, team players. And it was just a lot of things. And we were exposed to so many like, music, Spanish music and you know, it was just amazing. And cartoons, you can never go wrong with Looney Tunes, all those stuff. Like, ah, oh, taking me back to those days, man. People don't make cartoons like now, like back in the day. Like, yeah, Pokemon we, was big. I still have my Pokemon collection, just saying. It's not for sale. Pokemon <laughs> was huge. I got into Yu-Gi-Oh! Into uh, Digimon. Pokemon was better than Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, yeah, absolutely. But... I would watch all of it. Um, Power Rangers. Oh, oh heck yeah. Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Go, go, Power, Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I was always wanting to be the Pink Ranger. Everybody wanted to be the yeah, Pink Ranger. But I wanted to be the yellow because nobody wanted to be the green. Because <laughs> everybody wanted to be the pink. And everybody was in love with Tommy, the green slash white ranger. Or the I love the red. Did you know he died? I didn't. The red oh, Power Ranger. Rest in peace, yeah, R.A.P., bro. But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode that we prepared. I mean, we were laughing a lot. I mean, we were enjoying it, just thinking about our childhood and TV back in the day and the commercials. Oh, gosh, the commercials. <laughs> it's a baby bottle pop, baby bottle pop, lick it and dip it. <laughs> That's how it ended. I never knew it said that until, like, I Googled it. I was like... Wow, this is what I was singing. I was licking it and dipping it. Like <laughs> we were programmed anyway. as children to be sickos. Seriously. Um but baby bottle pops were bomb. They were airheads, warheads, oh, warheads. Yes. Okay. So that's a uh, that's gonna be on our upcoming episodes. Uh the second episode's gonna be about 90s me. Yes! Mm-hmm. Everybody. <laughs> Rock your body right. Okay, you can stop twerking now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, and then our third episode would be about toys and candy, candy. for the 90s. Um, so, let us know what you thought. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed it. And uh, we definitely enjoyed making it. Yes. And uh, we'll try to be better about making these more consistent, probably three every three weeks. Uh our next episode is going to be about Earth Day. Oh, yes. Earth Day is coming up. So we will have a few facts about Earth Day. And we'll also follow up with um, us trying recycled toilet paper mm-hmm. and how that went. And if you guys tried anything, feel free to, you know, give us uh, feedback on it and mm-hmm. what you thought. So we're going to include the link for the website that we mentioned earlier. If you want to go ahead and buy the paper and try it. So it should be fun. It should be good. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much. Uh, we hope you have a great week, weeks. And hopefully the next time we talk to you guys, everything, we're in a better place when it comes to the coronavirus. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay mm-hmm. cautious. Be mindful. Wash your hands. Wash Please. your booty if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Save paper for washing your booty. Yes. But, um. We will be here next time. Same channel. Same voices. Yes. We might have a guest. We are thinking of having a guest for the next one. Just because it is 
going to be about music and two of the best boy bands out there in the 90s, which we're kind of enemies when it comes <laughs> to this, you know, but... Have it's all good, love, man. It's all love. Yes, have a good rest of the week and peace out.